0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, June the 7th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The government last night failed to pass a bill extending legal protections for Israeli citizens living in Judea and Samaria, endangering its passage by a June 30th deadline, and marking a major setback for the coalition that could hasten its demise and send the country to new elections. Two Coalition MKs, Mazim Ranaim of the United Arab List and Raida Renawi-Zuabi of Merits, voted against the bill, contributing to its defeat in a vote of 58 against and 52 in favor. In another blow to the government, the coalition also failed to pass the motion on the appointment of Yamina's Matan Kahana as religious services minister after rebel Yamina MK Dietz Silman voted against. The Likud-led opposition urged Prime Minister Naftali Bennett to resign after the vote, the vote, while Bennett's coalition ally, Foreign Minister Yair Lapid of Yeshatid, tried to shrug off the defeat, promising to win the next round. And Bennett himself felt that the government would persevere. A Khan reporter says coalition leaders have decided to sanction the renegade lawmakers who thwarted the votes, though there is still debate within the government over the extent and nature of such sanctions. Syria claims that Israel launched a series of missile strikes on an area south of Damascus overnight, causing damage. State media said Syrian air defenses intercepted most of the missiles. The opposition-linked Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said the strikes targeted sites used by pro-Iranian militias that have been bombed in the past by Israel. A senior Iranian army officer has threatened that his country will raise the cities of Tel Aviv and Haifa if Israel makes a mistake, in his words. The commander of the army ground forces was quoted by the Iranian news agency Tasneem. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Bennett says that the past year saw a turning point in Israel's strategy vis-a-vis Iran. We have shifted gears in the past year. The state of Israel has been working against the head of the terrorist octopus and not just against the tentacles of the octopus, as was done in previous decades. Speaking at a meeting of the Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee, Bennett said that Israel expects the board of governors of the International Atomic Energy Agency to send a clear warning signal to the regime in Tehran and stress that if it continues its policy of defiance in the nuclear sphere, it will pay a heavy price. In a related development, the UN nuclear watchdog has been formally presented with a draft resolution criticizing Iran for failing to provide full explanations on the discovery of uranium traces at sites that it did not declare. The resolution was initiated by the United States and European powers of Germany, France, and Britain. The U.S. mediator Amos Hochstein is expected to visit Beirut on Sunday or Monday to discuss the issue of Lebanon's maritime border dispute with Israel, according to a parliament source in local media. Lebanon's parliamentary speaker Nabih Barry announced the visit during a parliament session today. A U.S. official could not be immediately reached for comment. Lebanon has accused Israel of a provocation with the arrival of a gas rig this weekend in the Karish field off the northern coast, claiming that it is in an area of the disputed maritime border. Israel rejects the claim. Ukraine's ambassador to Israel, Evgeny Kornichuk, has again criticized the Israeli government's response to the Russian invasion of his country. He said Jerusalem must decide if it will stand with the just and democratic countries of the world. According to the diplomat, only about 10 percent of the protective gear Israel pledged to supply Ukraine has been delivered. He also said that Israel prevented the transfer from Germany of a shipment of anti-tank missiles produced with an Israeli license. He called on Israel to help his country acquire the Iron Dome missile defense system to protect his country's citizens from Russian attacks. In other news, the Nazareth District Court has overturned a decision on the early release of sex offender Alon Castiel and sent the matter back to the Prison Parole Board for review. Ruling on a petition filed by prosecutors, the court said that the parole board did not hear from victims of Castiel before its decision to release him after he had served three years and nine months in prison, one year shy of his full sentence. The real estate developer and nightclub owner was convicted in a plea bargain of attempted rape, forced indecent acts, and sexual harassment. Searches for Sapir Nahum, the 24-year-old mother of two from Akko, have entered their sixth day. The searches have been focusing since the weekend in the area of the village of Ibtin in the north, based on intelligence information. Nahum's ex-boyfriend and the father of her children has been remanded in custody in connection with her disappearance. And finally, coronavirus is on the rise. More than 3,700 new cases were diagnosed yesterday, the highest number since the end of April. A con reporter says the positive test result rate was about 19 percent. The weather outlook for tomorrow through Friday, gradually warmer with unseasonably hot to Tasharov conditions developing, the maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 25, 'er Beersheva 33, and in Eilat going up to 37 degrees Celsius.